All right, everybody, welcome back. It is episode four of Buzz and Confused with Shane and Sniff. We've got a great episode coming up. Uh, we are getting into a nice bottle of the Whistler Irish whiskey, aged seven years. Yep, keep it on the Irish whiskey. Keep them going with the Irish whiskey. We're going to get into some Valentine's Day stories. We sent out uh, a little message to our viewers, give us their best Valentine's Day stories. We got some of those. We got our, some of our own stories. Then we're getting into a special guest interview. We wanted her on last week. Couldn't get her on, but we got her this week. That's She's right. here. We're going to interview her. And then we're getting into a new segment. Uh, it's a debate segment. So we're excited to bring that to the show. And then, as usual, we're going to do our shout-outs to wrap up the show. Let's get into it. Let's do a shot of this, yep. this Whistler sniff. And, of course, we got the Bachelor recap of the week. Can't I forget for, that. can't forget That's the okay. Bachelor. I almost forgot <laughs> it. Cheers. Cheers. Let's start the show. Welcome back, everybody. So, uh, episode four, Sniff, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. Can I talk about the Whistler for a second? You can talk about anything you want. This, this is a podcast. Is, pretty much what we're doing here. This thing will put hair on your Whistler. I'll say it that. will for sure. For sure. <laughs> I don't know what you're, you're ever saying exactly there, but if, if anything can do it, it's this stuff. That uh, I'm going to rank. I'm gonna take a bold statement as opposed to last week where I gave it ch- a chance for right. our previous Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. This is number f- four. Right, we did four four different things. Yeah, this, this is number four. This, this is, is certainly last. Our... I mean, this thing's got to make a really big comeback. It's it's last by a long shot right now. This may be the worst stuff we drink. Yeah, and if you're listening, this, I don't Whistler, know how long we're gonna do this podcast for. Hopefully, a long time. Yeah, but this may be the worst stuff we ever had. If you're listening, people at the Whistler, we don't want you as a sponsor. I'll be as bold as to say that. You know, I love sponsoring. Anyone else? Um, I mean, you know what? Yeah, no, we'll take you. Yeah, yeah, I was about to we'll say, we'll take you. Um, not you, my favorite, but like I said, you know, the show yeah. keeps going. Maybe it will grow on me. Yeah. We don't like it right now, but if you want to reach out to us and sponsor us, we, you know, we need it. We, we, we need it. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll switch our opinion up. You know, we, we, I have no honor. Yeah. So, um, producer Trev's here. Producer Trev is here say hi, and Trev. I'm hoping that he'll stay for the entire episode. Trev say hi. We got him mic'd up by the way. What's up guys. That's right. Uh, right you heard him is. last week. You heard him last week before the show. And he just got back. He's back. He's ready to start the next show. He had other stuff going on, but he said, you know what? This week, I have to be there for my boys on Buzz and Confused. You know it. So if you're out there, you're listening. If you like producer Trev, send us some thoughts. Send us some feedback. Uh, let him know how you feel. We're glad to have you back on the show, Trev. Definitely glad, glad to, to have you Glad here, to Trev. be here. Glad to be here. Uh, you Figuring out your keyboard <laughs> last week was a real struggle for me and sniffing. Yeah. So really glad a, to have you back. If you got an email from any of your um, people from work. Yeah, you know, the business. IRS contacts you. It's all cool, dude. It's all cool. Don't worry about it. And how was your weekend? How was your weekend, Shane? Uh, my weekend was good. Um, did nothing. Actually worked a little bit on Saturday. Getting to his taxes. His taxes, you know, right, right in the swing of things right now. Yeah, for any of you people listening, if you need somebody to do your taxes, we have two uh, yeah. accountants. No, Shane thank you. No, nope. Nope. no. Nope. Who have nope. plenty of free I'm time on their hands. They would love to do your tax <laughs> returns. Number one, not going to do your taxes. Number two, got no free time. Number three, Probably don't want me to do your taxes, anyways. <laughs> would you do my taxes? I don't do individual taxes, so you can now if you want. I mean, I could. You would would you? it be good? Can would, you do mine? I mean, TurboTax can do your taxes just as well. What do you got? You I just mean, got, I got a, you got student loan stuff. I got like uh, you know stock well, you, stuff. I got a, 
the thing with the H and R block stuff, they bring you in, they're like free, you know, it's free, but then they hit you. Last time I did, it was like three hundred bucks. Oh yeah, okay. So everybody that's uh, seen these TurboTax commercials and these H and R block commercials that are like free for free, free, free for free, free, they keep saying that over and over again. They're all they're lying. It's yeah. not free. You know it's a scam, but the thing is, you're not an accountant, so you don't know when this scam's coming. Well, you do the whole. What they do is they tell you it's free, they advertise it as free, they, they say free like two hundred million times in the in the commercial. Then you do your entire tax return on their app, and then they hit you with like a hundred and I don't know what it is, a hundred bucks, something shit like mine that. Mine was like, three, like that. Mine was like three something last time. Three hundred dollars. Three fifty. I think. Damn, they really got you, huh? And the accountant wasn't even that good. I had to find something. I found something about another form. She's like, "Oh, good thing you found that. You were gonna have to pay a lot of money if you didn't do that." And I was like, "Lady, that's your job. I gave you all the documents. Why are right, you telling right, me?" Right, right. Wait. So what? What form was? It? I don't know. I'm not an accountant, and we're probably boring our listeners. But I think the way they do it is the 1099 is free. It was my uh, student no. loan. I I had a student loan form that I paid, and she didn't and taking consideration. I paid student loans, and that totally returned. I don't know how return. much they charge you for that shit, but I'm gonna tell everybody that you're probably not getting much of a deduction for your student. It's student loan interest number one. It's not your payments. Mm-hmm, payments mm-hmm. This portion of the payments is going towards the interest. Yeah. So I don't know how much you're getting from that versus how much they're charging you to do that for. Oh, I do. I'm a big interest guy. I like to put it off on the interest, and then it helps you out with the tax season comes around. So no, you want to pay down there. Stephen's giving you the bad. Interest, let the Stephen's interest giving acquire. you terrible tax advice. You want to pay down the principal, so you're not paying as much interest. Yeah, but the interest is what's taxable. If you're right? just paying off interest. You're just getting more interest. But that's what they're t- deducting from your taxes. It's yeah, the, the amount that, amount of mm-hmm. interest that you're paying. Yes. So is. for anyone out there listening, you got student uh, loans. Mm-hmm. Your best bet is don't pay them. Let them acquire for a couple of years. Let the interest grow. And then when you go to do tax returns, you're looking at a fat check. This is not official financial advice. I just want to put <laughs> that out there as a little disclaimer. Incorrect. Highly incorrect. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you guys are the pros. I'll leave it up to you guys. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. What did you do this week, Trev? This week? Nice Valentine's uh, week. We got your, oh, yeah. Yeah. Valentine's you may or may day. not have some... Special someone sitting yeah, someone right next to you right now. Yeah. What'd you do? What was your Valentine's like? We uh we did we went to a little brunch. Um, then I'm a little embarrassed to say this, but I went and got my nails done with my lovely girlfriend right here. Wow, oh, that's really nice. nice. Um, Let me see. I gotta tell you, Manny Petty, dude, see do you makes you feel your, brand new. Do you bite your nails or no? No, I bite my nails. My cuticles were out of. I've been doing a good job. Though. I haven't been my nails in a long time. I've been biting my nails for a long time. I haven't stopped. I mean, I, I used to I used to bite my nails a lot. Now I let them grow so much that they kind of like you break a nail. Oh, I know what it's like. You break a nail, but I never got many petties. So let's bring it back to trap. What else? Did you <laughs> no homo. <laughs> he broke a nail once, but Joe just got a manicure. So yeah. after the mani pedi, we uh, kind of hung out, took a nap, and then I cooked her a nice little dinner. Ooh, some uh, steak, guy. some Brussels sprouts. Nothing crazy, steak but sprouts. What was for dessert? You? Who? Sundays, ice cream. <laughs> Sundays little, and ice cream on sounds you. Sounds like a little Trev Sunday was on the menu. Yeah. We're not getting any confirmed or denied from our producer. <laughs> We're not getting. Who has any. a mic, by the way? Yeah. He's he's taking the fifth. Uh, he's uh, the fifth yeah, on. I was about to say I'm gonna plead the fifth on that. Uh, all, right. all right, and feel free this this podcast, this whole episode, you can plead the fifth on everyone. Trev. Yeah, I think we life. just anyone tonight. It's Valentine's week. Uh, you can plead the fifth if you want, but. Don't use it too much because we want to give some stuff yeah. out to our listeners. I think you know? they just the, us asking random stuff is going to be the best. But, yeah, you know, if we get some responses, <laughs> that'd be great. That brings us into our first segment, which is going to be we asked our listeners this week on Instagram. Right. If you follow us, which is at Buzz and Confused, 
We asked you to send us your worst Valentine's Day uh, recollections, your worst dates that you had on Valentine's Day. We got a lot of responses mm-hmm. from listeners all over the East Coast. Not so much on the West Coast. Um, if you are what was the mid coast, mid coast, not so much. Okay. Mostly East Coast. They got a you know they're doing dealing with a lot of storms right now. They have no power. Who on the West? Everywhere except for the East. You oh, really? The center yeah, of America. Center, yes, Mid-America. the center of America. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the yeah. mid-coast. <laughs> exactly. So um, they're dealing with no power, so they probably didn't have a great... Ba- or maybe they had a really romantic Valentine's Day. No power. You got a lot of candles lit. In. Yeah. You're doing a lot of you got nothing out, else to maybe do. Maybe some sushi. Maybe you a little... Know? Uh, you know, a lot of raw fish. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, Trev, why don't you bring us up those at those some of the best ones that we heard from our listeners. Before we do that, we're going to do a shot of the Whistler again. And Trevor is going to be celebrating the fact that he has a mic this week, and he's going to be reading our listener emails about their worst Valentine's Day. Yeah, we want to get you a lot of Trev. We missed out on Trev last week. We're going to bring a lot of Trev to you this episode. Yeah, I know you, we know you guys like Trev. We want to have him on the pod. Cheers. God. Got to give the people what they want. Uh, all right, so first up, Rachel in NYC. New York City, for anyone listening, not in NYC. Me and my boyfriend met in college when we were sophomores through a mutual friend. For the first few months, we took things slow, just casually hooking up on random weekends when we would see each other downtown. Things got serious when he decided to come to meet me and my family on our summer vacation in the Cape. When I went back to school junior year, I found out that he had come to see me that summer. He had a casual fling with another girl from his hometown. I had no idea who. Ooh. Yeah, not, not sounding good. We weren't dating at the time, and he had told me that she wasn't his type and that he wanted to be with me. After graduation, we both kept a long-distance relationship while I attended law school at NYU and him at middle school school at UCLA. We would talk almost every day and jump at any second we could get on the plane to see each other. This is your accountant, by the way. This can't read. I, I, <laughs> I, I read numbers. I don't read words. Okay, take but. Your time. <laughs> Uh, fast forward a few years later when he was about to graduate medical school to become a doctor. It was Valentine's Day and I had flown out to see him to see him so we could discuss future plans together, i.e. marriage and where we would live. He took me out to a local hotspot in L.A. after a wonderful and <laughs> romantic day. <laughs> it must be good. Rachel, if you're listening, Rachel, we apologize. we're not laughing at you. We're laughing at behind the studio what's going on. Go ahead, Trev. Romantic uh, I, lo- day. I lost my spot. I lost my spot. Marriage. Romantic day on the beach filled with suns- with surfing and, suns- and a sunset. We got to the restaurant. It was packed full of people. He must have had this reservation years in advance. The hostess brought us to, the t- to our table. It was set for three. I thought it was something overlooked, and certainly they would take the extra setting away before asking us our drink order. Before- but before they could ask us, we wanted to drink. We wanted to drink. He st- before he... <laughs> the punctuation in this is terrible. Well, it's Instagram. Trend. There's no you flaw. Know, you gotta, you gotta I mean, come on. Everyone time. took a basic English and literature class. We'll anyway, okay. <laughs> I'm kind of curious what's going on before the. I thought it was something overlooked, and certainly they would take the extra setting away before asking us our drink order. But before they could ask us what we wanted to drink, he stopped the waiter abruptly and said we were still waiting on another person. Turns out that other person was the chick he was seeing that first summer before we started dating. Oh, he shit. Had, he had been seeing us both romantically long distance, visiting us both, and decided that now that he was about to become a doctor on the West Coast, it did not make sense for him to be seeing anyone romantically. 
That's right. He broke up with both of us. And the worst part? Fast forward three years and they are married and expecting their second child. FML. Wow. Oh, man. What Rachel, that is probably the worst Valentine's Day you can imagine. But, he, you know, he set up a, it was a romantic date, it sounded like. Yeah, I guess he, uh, he planned on feeding both of them before, the doctor before was setting them off on their ways. <laughs> Too I cheap. Guess. The doctor couldn't afford two dinner dates, huh? Nah, I guess not. Wow. All right. What's, All right. Uh, <laughs> what's up next? Who we got, Trey? All right. Chad in Boston. Chad what's up? in what? Boston. Sounds what's like up, Chad? Chad in uh, Boston. Hi, spelled H-I-G-H. Okay, hi. What up, Sniff? <laughs> Sniff. Nice. Got to say, huge fan of the podcast. Keep up the good work. May I also su- suggest the next drink of the month be scotch? No. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. No. Well, thanks for the input, Chad. Keep going, Chad. I'm not big into relationships. I'm a firm believer of finding as much love as you can. That's why this isn't a Valentine's Day breakup story, per se, but I think you dudes would both get a kick out of it. Okay. I know I certainly did. Ever since Park and, Parks and Rec did that whole Galentine's Day thing, I found it a national holiday where a girl... <laughs> Trev can't read. Producer Trev can't read. These people are illiterate. Where single girls have had their heart broken or have, no, or have had no luck lying down. Tying down. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't read. Tying down a dude to go out the night before and get schwazed it. It's pretty sweet. That's why I always go out the night before Valentine's Day with my boys. It's important to go not too early where the girls will still be complaining about past dudes, but not too late where they are too drunk to get to know you. It's that sweet spot right around 6.30 p.m. Just like when you've had your fourth shot of JMO. LOL, sorry, Shane. Oh, Shane doesn't like the Jameson. Chat, nice, dude. Good way to listen to the pod. Well, I met this chick who's, who, who was smoking and seemed like she just wanted to have a night of passion. We hit it off. And she told me that her boyfriend was soon to be her ex because it was a long distance thing she didn't want to get into. Good enough for me. When I went back to her apartment, we started getting down to business. It was hot until someone came into the front door. It was her boyfriend. He was a U.S. Navy SEAL who had been on a tour. Oh, man. <laughs> Chad, get out of there, Chad. Get out. Get out. And had come home to surprise her for Valentine's Day. I ran naked out the door so fucking fast, I thought I was going to shit my pants. <laughs> Chad, dude. Good story, Chad. <laughs> it's not over. <laughs> he, his last part. <laughs> he had just... <laughs> He had chased me at first, but when I made the first turn, I ran inside the back entrance of a local Mexican restaurant. The cooks all had a laugh as I had the look of pure fear in my eyes. I got away, but I guess he knew who I was because when I got home the next day, he crashed out of bros that night. Oh, he crashed out of bro. Oh, he crashed out of bro. Okay, okay. Good call. My car windows were all sma- were all busted. It was a piece of crap, but luckily for me, it wasn't my bones busted. LMAO. Still celebrating Valentine's Day, but from now on, I, w- I make sure that the chicks are single. Yeah, Chad. Wow. That's like, that sounds like, uh, I'm glad you got out of there alive, Chad. Uh, definitely 
would I'm glad you're not dead because the U.S. Yeah. Navy SEAL is probably the worst thing you want walking in when you're you know you know, you know yeah chip, yeah, you know? yeah all right so let's do a shot for chad in boston and rachel nyc great stories those are great stories great stories man cheers what stories what stories those are actually really good stories if if you guys have any other stories just about dating life i guess just send us in those are actually really good yeah send us in anything stories about anything glad to have, here we have listeners all the way down the coast all right here we go did that uh oh that's nice and smooth It's the Bachelor recap. Oh, Sniff and Shane. Before we do that, we have to do a shot of the Whistler. The Whistler. Cheers. The Bachelor appropriate. You know all the ladies are sitting around drinking the Whistler. 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 Irish whiskey aged seven years. My Absolutely. God, this is disgusting. I mean, I mean it's really kind of growing on me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Oh, um, okay. Now, before we do this, we do have to address the news and the media that's going on with the Bachelor. I'm not going to get too much involved in it. Um, we'll address it at the end of the season, but right now, if you haven't heard, uh, Rachel, who we think is going to be one of the top four. A little controversy. Uh, big controversy. Um, she was a racist back in the day. And Chris Harrison went in to say, you know, let's give her, before everyone jumps on her throat, let's give her a chance to talk for herself. Turns out she was a racist. Chris Harrison resigned as a Bachelor host. Not long Host of Bachelor, very sad. Um, and we'll dive more into that later on. And we're not very taking sad. a side either way. But no publicity is bad for Right. Okay. Except, like, let's not get that publicity. Right. We're not racist, though. Yeah. yeah That's no. what, she, what she did was racist. Is she gone? Um, well, it was after afterwards. Oh, she's already gone? No, this was after they filmed the show before. Oh, right. The, so show, the show's already filmed. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So we left you last week. Ready? Mm-hmm. Heather came in. Remember? She interrupted the new Piper. Shit. Yeah, she was looking This is the complete new shit. She introduced herself into the show, right? Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. So Heather came in. She was looking for love. Looking for love. Yeah, she was looking for love. Okay. And all the girls were like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah, they were like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And Matt James, he needed some time to think about it because he doesn't know if it's enough time to find true love. True love. Yeah, true okay. love. And guess what? What? The girls made her cry. They bullied her. Oh, Heather? The girls. They bullied Heather. Oh my God! All the girls who survived from that bullying—they all bullied. Bully. They're like, "Bitch, what are you doing here? Get the fuck out of here, oh bitch!" Oh my God! It's only two weeks left. Like, fuck you! She yeah. cries right in front of her. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Then Matt James—he thinks about it and he says to Heather, "He's like, he's already falling in love." Falling in love? Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and there was just not enough time to, just not enough time to find love. Find love? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can't find love in two weeks. It's crazy. And Heather's like, I hope you find love. I hope you find love too. Yeah, she wants them to find love. And mm-hmm. now it's rose ceremony time, Shane. Okay. So there's six roses now. There's ten girls. He's giving out six roses. Wow. Michelle and Piper, they already have the one-on-one roses, so they're safe. Right? So, so if, you have a ro- girls, if you have a rose any time in the series or in the show? If you have a rose show. during the rose ceremony, you're safe from elimination. Wait, so the one-on-one rose, they got that in, in earlier episodes? Yeah, last week. And they're still safe. Last week. And that oh, it's only, last, it's only last week, though? Yeah, last week's only like two days prior in The Bachelor. 
they right. only cover so much. Right, right, right. So Michelle and Piper are safe because they got the roses the night before on the one on one. So there's mm. six roses left and there's ten girls. So right. that means two girls are going home. They're looking for love. Yeah, they're all looking for love. Uh, so now they get the roses out. Bree gets the first rose. Rachel gets the second rose. Serena P gets the third. Kit, Trev, Kit, you girl gets the fourth. Jacenia gets the fifth, and Abigail gets the sixth rose. So that means Serena C and Chelsea are gone. So can we pull up Serena C? Serena C and Chelsea. Let's get him up here. Serena C. You lost. She's gone. Actually, I always hated Serena C. I think she would make a good candidate for Paradise. She's a good candidate for Paradise. Trev, thanks for just pulling up the, like Trev always does. Right on those titties. Just the boobies. Yeah. Inadvertently. I mean, wouldn't you like to see those in Paradise? I would love to see those titties anywhere. Paradise or hell. mm -hmm. I'll take it. And then Chelsea's gone too. Trev, can you pull up Chelsea's breasts? She's not. She's wearing something of high cut. That's just. She's gone. Trash kryptonite. High cut shirt. The reason why there's just there's just not enough time for them to find love. Yeah, it's <coughs> not enough time for Trev to find those titties. Mm-hmm. So then Serena P gets the date card and it says, "Can our love go deeper?" <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what it says. You know what that means. And guess what? Namaste. It's tantric yoga. Tantric yoga is the couple's like sex yoga. Namaste. Namaste. That's so what it is. So he's really. Wait, who, who, who is he sending this to? Serena P. Oh, okay. Serena P. Card. It says, I wanna... Yeah, I Serena P. And that's her. And he says, Can, can we see love your titties? Goes, can you zoom on those titties? Love goes deeper. Okay. Yep. Well, gee, that's Kit. <laughs> <that's laughs> somehow, <laughs> somehow, somehow found kid. his way back to Kit's titties. Okay. <laughs> So she gets a date card. Can our love go deeper? And then Namaste. It's tantric yoga. It's the yoga for couples where they do like so sex he, positions. So Matt James really made this on the on the beginning. He really made this episode I mean, about fucking Serena P. I don't know if he knows the date. I don't know if he picks it, but that's where it is. And it's all these sexual poses. And every time it's like Matt James is like, damn. Like oh, he's always like got like a butt in his face or like you know a butt a butt. In Think his of face? like Karma Sutra meets like uh, Tai Chi. It's like, damn. So he's always like, damn. And then Matt James, he tries to kiss her during one of the poses. Yeah. And she's like, not about the PDA. Oh, she refuses. Really? And she wasn't having fun at all. Wow. But it also makes Matt James not sure if there's love. Right. And love. And right. I think we know what kind of love he's looking for he right now. He wants the love. Right. So Selena P gets the rose. She, she gets does. the rose oh. in the end because oh. she's like, uh, she just tells him like I'm not very comfortable with that and have fun. Right. She gets the rose because she turned him down. So she's in the final four. So he just made. So he just flipped the switch on. I was like, oh, like that was a test. He but was, like we all denied, know, we, like, we all know it wasn't. It's forbidden fruit now. He right, wants it. Right, right. So now she's in the top four because if you get a rose at this point, there's only going to be four roses left. <laughs> right. So she's in the final four. Serena P's in the final four. Then it's the group date chain. And the group date. Did not. It's not like one of those. It's not like the last group dates where there's like boxing matches. It's the last group date there right. ever is on the show. Okay. So it's just uh, conversations, one on one, talking about Matt, talking about is there love? Is there love? Yeah. We need and to know. They need to know. So Bree says. Bree says she had to quit her job because it's worth it for love, and that's Bree. It's worth it for love. She says, just so you know, I had to quit my job a couple weeks ago that I love. I quit this I, podcast and my job for her. Mm-hmm. Well, that's love. That's love. Mm-hmm. That's what Bree says. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much it's the same exact scenario. A girl walks in, 
they say that they love them, and then they kiss. And then you know what, Trev? Give a kiss count to all the girls, Trev. Bring up that kiss count, Trev. Bring up the kiss Pull count, Trev. To all the girls. All right, we got Bree with two. Yep. Except don't give a kiss count to Abigail because... She's gone. Matt James says that the love is just... What? It isn't as strong as the love he has for the other girls. The love isn't there. Oh, my God. The love isn't there. So he walks her out, which means you're done. Wow. In the limousine. Abigail's gone. That's a deaf girl, too. Then oh, Rachel. my God. Yeah, Abigail's gone. Do you remember Abigail? Trev, can we pull up Abigail, please? Glad that producer tried back on the segment. It's really way. nice. That's Abigail. She's done. No love. No, no love. love. No love. And then Rachel gets the group date rose. Mm-hmm. So she's in the final four. Gotcha. Then they go on a little private live concert. Just looking for love. Just looking for love. Yeah, live concert for love. Mm-hmm. Then once the date's over, Matt James gets a knock on the door. No. Yeah, it's late at night. He gets a knock on the door. Who is it? Serena P. No, Trav. It's Kit. Oh my God. Trav. Oh. Kit knocks on the door late at night, and Kit says, "Trav, she says she can't go to hometown, which is the final four, because she doesn't know if her love is strong enough yet." And wow. Matt James is like, "No, no, no. I love you. No." He, he says her. that. Yeah, he loves her. Wow. And she's like, shh, she's like, shh, don't make this harder than it has to be. Wow. She Whoa. goes in the limo, she's gone. Whoa. Trap, Kit is gone. Can you pull up Kit one more time just for, just for good the titty's sake. sake? Just for old time's sake. Trap, you know you love to scroll down. Perfect. No more. <laughs> no more. <laughs> Trap. No more. Is that just good? Like the old times. Is that good? Right there. All right, yeah, nice she's shot. gone. Kit's gone. She left. So now Desenia gets the last one-on-one. The last one-on-one card. Jasenia, it says, Our love can take a turn. Uh, wait, then, so Kit originally got a rose? No, Kit was on the group date, and she didn't get the rose. Uh, Bree got the rose. Kit, she left it all on the line. She was like, just so you know, I'm 21. Um, if you give me, like, the, you know, if we win the show together, I can't get married for another four years. Like, I want to, like, finish my education. I want to travel the world. Then that's a long. She's pretty much saying it's a long-term commitment. Who says this? Justenia or Kit? Kit. Oh, Kit says Kit. that. Oh. And then Kit knocks on the door, and then it's over. No now love. Justenia gets the rose for the one-on-one. No, nope, I'm sorry, no rose. She gets a one-on-one date, and it says our love can take a turn. And then she's dropped off in an abandoned parking lot. This guy picks some weird shit. He likes to get I them. I don't know if this is this guy or scary. like a producer. But he likes to get them guy. maybe like nervous. <laughs> yeah. You know, he likes to. Really bring the like some Dennis, creeps out. Dennis from Always Sunny. He's driving shit. in the woods at dark. Now he's dropping off girls in the parking lot abandoned. And then Matt James comes in. He's pulling donuts. He's drifting around in, uh, I think it's a charger or like a, it's either a charger or like a, what's that? Other? Not Dodge Charger. What is it? Like Mustang. Mustang. Yeah, like one of those. Like real like mint red Mustang or Charger. Matt James comes pulling in. But it's not him. There's a driving. There's a driving instructor. It was all that's, fraudulent. Okay, mm-hmm. that's stupid. It's a pro, but they teach him to drift. That's a date. He's dri- they're drifting around the parking lot. That's not much of a date, but not okay. Not much of a date. Well, we're gonna get there. And but do you think that she gets the rose afterwards, Shane? The one-on-one rose? Probably not. Trev? No, I'd say no. You guys are right. Matt James says the love was not there. The love, love ain't there. there. The love ain't there. The love ain't there, and he has she to follow. She couldn't drift. He has to follow his heart. 
And there's the whole thing where he does the whole grand like he grabs the rose and he like he's like he kind of give it to her and then he's like, you know, it's just not there. He's the old like you're great, you're this, you're beautiful, but. Uh, you know, wow, so then Jasenia's out, and he walks her out. So Jasenia's gone. Gone. See you later. Now the rose, it's rose ceremony time. So there's one girl that already, two girls that already got the rose. Wow. And out of the next four, only two can get a rose. So it's 50-50 chance. And then the rose ceremony comes, Bree gets a rose, and Michelle gets a rose. Gotcha. So our top four, if you've been following our podcast, the top four is... In no order, Bree, Michelle, uh, Rachel, and and Selena P. Bree, Michelle, big, big Rachel, Selena up. P. That's the final four. Now let's just update the kiss count. Trev, kiss you got the kiss count pulled out? I sure do. So we got Piper at two. So Piper's in the lead now with eight kisses. Serena P., she would have got two. She would have got two. Two for two. But I'm deducting one because she's a girl who, like, wouldn't kiss him back. That's a minus one. Oh, okay. So making she only gets we're one. making Give new rules one. out here. Then Michelle gets one. Rachel gets two. Kit gets one. Jasenia gets one. He kissed everybody this episode. Wow. But he also got rid of six girls. And that is a bachelor. Great recap, Stephen. Thank you. I'm looking forward to, to uh, is it only one more episode? There is... This episode is Hometowns, where they meet the family. Okay. Then it's uh, Honeymoon Suite, where they get to... Yeah. Yeah. We got it. And then uh, <laughs> and then it's, I think, the last episode. We'll see if uh, uh, that Honeymoon so Suite episode... Left, it we'll see if that... post those last four girls in order. If you're following us, three out of the last top four that we've had have made it. And Kit was the third ranked. She didn't make it on. And I think that if Kit didn't send herself home, she would have got that rose. Right, right, right. And Trev, she would have. If it was Trev giving him the roses, he would have gave her all four a big bouquet of roses. Said, "Kit, please come home." That's what Trev was saying. That is about to recap. All right. And we'll do our shot, and we have another shot coming with us, and it's our guest interviewer. What do you think, Shane? What do you think about the... Whistler still sucks. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. It was more expensive than Jameson. Was it? Rather have Jameson. Just for future reference. All right, next week. Two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. You're picking up some Jamo. Mm-hmm. All right. So, we finally have our first interview of the Buzz and Confused podcast. It is a local nurse from where we live. And she has been a nurse... Through COVID, she's experienced COVID, this horrible disease that's been spreading around America. She also and the world. And the world. She also might be dating our producer, Trev. Confirmed. She is. Confirmed. Is she Laura? She is, yeah. She is. There she is. Welcome, Laura. Welcome, Laura. We wanted to have you on last week. Obviously, you couldn't make it. We understand. Uh, we're excited to have you here Very today. Excited. Uh, excited to get into a little, little nurse uh, COVID talk. Yeah, you were in the front here. lines. Yeah, yeah. Yes. sure was. So just to open it up, um, what was like your? Wonder... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what you was your? Oh, I was gonna open it up. Uh, you wanna open it? Up? Yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. <laughs> open it up. What was your like your 
upcoming? Like, when did you decide you want to be a nurse? What would you, do you have to go through to become a nurse? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, it sounds very cliche. Um, I was three years old. I wanted to be a nurse for Halloween. And ever since then, it just, I've always wanted to, yeah, always wanted to be a nurse. It's, that's something special to know what you want to be from, from an early age like that. Yeah. I I mean, very few people have that. Yeah. It was never really a question. My aunt was a nurse and that's just kind of what inspired me. Was your, were you always a nurse for Halloween all the way up through college? (laughs) From age three until you actually became a nurse. Were you actually a nurse every year for Halloween? I don't think I ever was a nurse for Halloween. After three years old. Oh, wait. Didn't you say you were a nurse? For oh, after, after three. After yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. You, just, yeah. you were like, I'm going to do it for real. So shout like, out to the Whistler who getting her a little uh, loopy. Yeah, right we, we made her do a shot of <laughs> the Whistler. She forgot Halloween. She forgot how she was going to become a nurse. Yes. The Whistler no, gets you. After gets I don't think you. I ever was a nurse. All right. And then where did you where did you train? How long was that for? So I went to the University of Scranton. I was a student intern at Stanford Hospital. And then I have worked there since I've graduated. So, or actually since before I graduated, I worked as a nurse's aide. And then when I graduated, I started as a new grad in their new grad program and started on their surgical unit. And now I work in a critical care area. So surgical, so that means like you were there watching surgery? No, uh, post-op. So when people had to stay after for a few days, weeks. Now I was I was post op uh, when I was thirteen for a week. I had surgery. Is it possible that your paths crossed? (laughs) No, didn't (laughs) our paths didn't cross? But I definitely want to like commend you for like being a nurse. That's definitely not easy. I know you have a lot of runs. Is that what they call it? Runs to do. Runs. Is that what the nurse call it? You got a lot of like people to check on. You got to do your runs. Rounds. Rounds. Yeah. Rounds. Yeah. Yeah. So close. One, one, le- why one, letter. A, one letter. That's why I'm not a nurse. <laughs> exactly. So tell us a little bit about your current your, your current job, um, the unit you work on, and stuff like that. So I work in a unit called a step-down unit. It's called step-down because it's a step-down from an ICU, but it's a step above a normal floor. So it's still considered a critical care area. Um, we've seen a lot of COVID. Um we see very ill patients and our patient load has definitely changed since COVID. We've seen a lot more critical patients. We're taking a lot more on um, to lighten the load of the ICU nurses. Absolutely. So would you, so obviously being a nurse at any time is a very stressful, very important uh, job. So I don't really know how it works with COVID. Is it so? You said you're taking a lot of a lot of more patients. Is it just the effect of COVID? Are you? Is there certain COVID units, or is it kind of just everybody's sharing this load of the extra stress of of COVID? So uh, during the height in March and April, we had two separate COVID units in our hospital. We had a um, we had two of our the unit I actually used to work on our general surgery unit was transformed into a COVID unit since elective surgeries weren't happening happening anymore. Um, and then we had another unit for our overflow unit uh, turned into a COVID floor. And then we had four COVID I- ICUs. Um, we took on the load to lighten from our ICU. So we were not an exclusively COVID unit. We did take COVID patients but we took other critical care patients so our ICU wouldn't have to take them. Um, 
because they were inundated with strictly COVID. Mm-hmm. Now, can you, Laura, describe, like, you were a nurse, you said, for three, four years now? Three years. Three years yeah. now. What was, like, the typical day for you before COVID, and how did that change so much once this reached where you were? So I had started on this step-down unit in October before COVID. Um, it's a three-month orientation on my unit, so it – I had really just been coming off of orientation. I had just been right. starting my role on this new floor. Um, a typical day, I mean, you're seeing patients, you're seeing them critically ill. You never saw them as sick as you saw them as COVID. It was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. I, nobody has. People who have been in the field for 50 years never saw anything like it. Um, it, you, I mean, you deal with it. You deal with the critically ill patients, you deal with the sick, you deal with the dying, and you go on with your life. But when COVID hit, you, you can't. There's mm-hmm. nothing to go on to. Everything right. was quarantined. You don't have any distractions. Wow. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I can't so, imagine that. So even you're saying like even um, kind of your your downtime at, at your job is not even like doesn't feel like downtime. Is that what you're kind of saying there? I mean, it doesn't. I uh, lost a lot of weight in the middle of COVID because I couldn't eat at work, if that makes sense. I was afraid to touch anything with my hands. I couldn't. Mm. um, Everyone was afraid all the time, no matter what. You always had your mask on. You always were afraid to sit too close to someone. Um, You would chat with your coworkers. But even then, and I was on night shift at the time, so... I mean, in the middle of the night, there's not much chatting happening, but still, you stayed away from everyone that you could. Right. And it's kind of different to think about when you just said that, you kind of, you know, flashed me back to like the beginning of COVID where you we didn't really know much about this. I think we know more about it now, and it's still very serious and very deadly, but we know we know more about how it spreads, the severity of it, and things like that, where... Uh, you know, kind of just everybody was kind of hiding behind closed doors, and and you guys were mm-hmm. out there on the front lines. Very well, scary. Uh, this is a good time to ask you one of the questions from our listeners. With all that going on, you said that it was pretty much um, March through April was like the peak of COVID for you as a nurse. How did you keep yourself sane? Like you were working so many hours. How did what did you do to like keep yourself excluded from when you're working and how to keep yourself mentally healthy between then? So at that time I didn't. I was not in a good spot mentally. Um, as I think many of my coworkers weren't and many other healthcare providers weren't. Um, at that point it was just work, go home, sleep, eat, and go back to work. It wasn't make yourself better, do anything to distract yourself. At that point, it was get as many people well as you could. Um, Now it's different, and I'm very open to talking about this. I'm in therapy now. I have meds when I need them, and it's hard. I mean, I know a lot of healthcare providers were struggling, and and I hate the term when COVID was happening, and I know I use it myself, but... No, 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 not you. I use it too. It's just, it's still happening. And I don't think a lot of the public realizes that because we're not in lockdown again. And you don't realize it until you're in the hospital with it. And it, it really sucks. It's horrible. Right. And that, that actually brings to another question that was asked. Um, what do you guys, what do you say like to all the people that are like, 
like naysayers, like COVID is a myth. It was just something from the government. It only happened then, and now it's not a lockdown. Like, you've experienced a lot of um, firsthand experience. What do you say to those people? I don't say much. <laughs> There's not much you can say to those people that changes their mind. Um, I do have to say, though, there was one patient I had, and it was two o'clock in the morning. He was very, very sick. And he called me into his room and I sat in there for almost an hour just talking to him because he was so scared. And he was asking like, what do you know? How can we fix this? How can I get better? And I remember saying to him, we don't know much, but we know more than we knew in April. This was maybe September, October. And we, I said, we know more than we knew in the beginning. So I just need you to do ABC and this is what we know, and hopefully this can get you better. And then the next night I came in, it, oh, it was no, November, because it was right around election time. And he had Fox News on and was watching Trump and was so, like, adamant that Trump was supposed to win. And I remember thinking, like, this man doesn't think that this virus is real. And he doesn't think mm-hmm. that this is what's happening to him because just the way he was speaking and the way he was acting. And it's so strange to have that conversation with someone the night before. And then the next night you see like, oh, this is probably why he's sick. He probably wasn't wearing a mask, just the way he was acting. And it's it's very interesting. And especially in healthcare, you know, you have to treat everyone with the same respect, no matter what their views are. And obviously I treated this man the same way I treated him the night before, but you know, you can't really act any differently. And with a lot of the people who don't believe in wearing masks and don't believe in social distancing, you can't say anything to them. If they're sick, they're sick. They're as sick as the person who's next to them who did everything that they could. Yep. So for everybody listening out there, just wear your mask. But would you say, so obviously this is still ongoing and very serious but would you say that you're doing better now that we're knowing more about COVID and you're just doing better overall mentally I mean I think so I think I mean it's different for everyone right like we're not in a major lockdown we're not we're able to go out we're able to go into restaurants um I think we have the distractions that we needed back in March and April and me personally like I know I love we love going out to dinner um <laughs> me and producer Trev here. Um, I think we have the distractions now that we're able to have, and I think that helps a lot. I think therapy helps a lot. I'm a big advocate for therapy now. And it, it's funny, Laura. You say like you do, um, you do like openly practice mental health and therapy, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because in the United States, especially, there's a stigma against um, people who are doing therapy as having some sort of something wrong with them right what the way i see it is like if people go to the gym every day to work on their physical health a therapist is only working on their mental health and you should always have yourself stronger what do you say to the people who like don't think that therapy is an option or a solution for any of your problems so actually up until this my parents they're both boomers love them obviously Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um they're very much against the idea of mental health and like, you know, if you can't get yourself right, you're weak. But um, in the middle of it, I remember my dad saying to me, you know, maybe you should talk to a therapist like you're going through a lot right now. 
Um, and that was very strange for me to hear him say because he, not himself, but with within his uh, close circle, he's had a few mental health issues and um, he's never been an advocate for therapy. So I think it's opening a lot of people's eyes to it, um, especially if they're witnessing people in my situation, a healthcare provider, an essential worker, um, going through what they're going through, having to get themselves right mentally. Because I'm 24 years old. I've seen more people die in the last year than most people, a lot of people have in right. their life. Right. Um, so I think that definitely takes a toll and a lot of people are realizing that this mental toll is a lot on people who are seeing it firsthand. Right. And when you say like you've seen people die and pass on, that's not like saying you've been to a funeral, you've seen people that you treated and then they're gone like the next day. Yeah. Like so most people don't really see their loved ones even pass. Yeah. So uh, it's very stressful. That's very strenuous on you. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. I mean, I've seen I've had therapy today um so we were actually talking about this in my session i've seen at least 20 patients pass on and witnessed almost 100 people passing or been a part of that and that's a lot of fucking people um now that brings me to two questions and I'm going to give you like an A or B and you decide which route you want to go to. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So my first thought of that is like, does your father or your parents see the difference in like your mental health? Not that there's anything wrong with your mental health, right? Again, it's Sigma. Do they see a difference in you when going through therapy? And my other question is having seen so many people pass on, do you see any sort of like, proof of afterlife or is there any sort of um life after death right and you can choose everybody you can go either way that you want yeah so I'll answer, I'll answer both of those I mean I'm definitely mentally stronger now than I was back in March April May um and I think my family and my loved ones and friends can attest to that gave him a glass <laughs> um and then the second question, the proof of afterlife, um, this is actually kind of a tough spot for me. Um, one of my loved ones mm-hmm. is currently in the process of passing away. Mm-hmm. And this brings up a lot of memories throughout COVID. Um, a lot of these patients, and it's not to say that the hospital is haunted or anything like that, yeah. but a lot of these patients will mention seeing someone in the room right before they're about to pass away or um, feeling a presence or feeling like they're dying. And I think that is a proof of the afterlife. And even my mm-hmm. loved one who's going through this process has been seeing people in the room of... 100%. So I think that's kind of like a like a passage or a pathway um it's not something crazy though like when you i mean i've ex- i've experienced only as minimal as much as you have but like to see somebody not only see them but to guide them in like when you know that their like time is is done to guide them to that next transition to see some sort of 
when when you imagine a patient on uh, on their deathbed, we'll say um, in COVID especially, to see them all of a sudden like have a a spark of like of light of like um, you know they can they're back where they were for a second and they can remember themselves. I mean that is like a sight to behold. Yeah, I mean it really is. Like it, I. I hate it when it's happening, when I'm seeing it happen and the patient is saying, oh, like, who's that person behind you? I hate it. I've run out of the room. Like, it's yeah. <laughs> fucking terrifying. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Good luck with that. See you. Yeah. Sounds like something you got to deal with, man. Sick. <laughs> See you later. Um... But then when I think back to it, it's kind of beautiful, right? Like someone is helping them pass over and someone's there to hold their hand and help them and help them go through this process that's probably terrifying for them. A lot of these people, they know what's happening to them. Right, so, right. yeah, I think it's kind of now kind of beautiful. Now, if they're seeing everything that you've seen, would you ever change your career? Would you go to do something else after living through this whole COVID pandemic that's not over? By any means at all, yeah. to any of our listeners, would you do something else? Would you keep it the same, do more? Would you just do you, do Laura, keep it the same and just push through all the hardness? What would you do? I I wouldn't change my career for a thing. Yeah. Um, I think knowing what I can do, knowing that I have this skill set, I don't think I could walk away from the bedside. Um, but... I will say I used to want to be a nurse anesthetist, which is someone who just does anesthesiology, but they're not an anesthesiologist. Um, that sounds like a nurse next to. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Nurse, what was that? Nurse word? anesthetist. Oh, nurse, nurse anesthesiologist. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but a lot of the people who are intubating these patients in the middle of this pandemic were nurse anesthetists, and I would not want to subject myself or my family eventually down the line to that um and that's a very difficult career Mm -hmm. so that's the only thing i would say that i would possibly change that's definitely the only thing that's been brought into question is if i want to still do anesthesiology yeah and you do sounds like you do right i mean i go back and forth depends on the day (laughs) now this brings me into a different question um you said before laura that march and april were the worst times in 2020 for COVID 19 right where Mm -hmm. you you didn't really have like time to think you would you couldn't eat during the job you would go home sleep and go right back to like the horrible trauma in the hospital just curious when did you start to date trev (laughs) we (laughs) we officially started dating in july okay um but we were seeing each other in april may so, so right after, right after all that, trauma, <laughs> so that he swooped in. in. That brings us into our next to question. Get out on. He needed Trev. Do you think the trauma of COVID or the trauma of dating Trev has been worse to you? Ah, man, that's a question, man. <laughs> <laughs> it depends if it's busy season or not. <laughs> oh, no, that's true. I have another question for you, Laura. Um. March, April is your worst time of COVID, right? And I don't want to bring up any trauma or anything for you. But at COVID's worst, like, what did what did your day look like? You wake up? So I was on night shift. 
Um, I don't do well on nights to begin with, mm-hmm. but I was on night shift during it. And I would wake up and I would just dread going into work. Um, you knew you were coming into a lot of very sick people. And every single night we were intubating patients. We were hearing the phone calls between them and loved ones. And at that time, if you were intubated, you knew that was kind of it. So we were basically listening to the last phone Mm -hmm. calls of Mm -hmm. these people with their wife, kids, husband, mother, father. Like it was, it was horrible. I, and it, at that point, it didn't matter. It didn't matter what you just heard. You had to go on to the next and you had to admit that next COVID patient and deal with them while they were sick. And, and then you would just go home and pretend like nothing happened and shower and cry and I would have a couple of glasses of wine at eight o'clock in the morning and go to bed and wake up and do it all over again it was horrible and you didn't have any distractions you couldn't see your friends I couldn't every every night I would go into work I would see my mom or I would see my dad and you would see these patients and it it would just remind you of someone you loved and you would hope to God that you didn't, you didn't get them sick or you didn't, you couldn't see them. Even seeing producer Trev here for that one night in April (laughs) wasn't a smart move. (laughs) What's Trev like in the sack? That brings us into the next (laughs) questions here. How is producer Trev? I think he's pretty good. Oh, right. <laughs> hey, ring the bell. The yeah. savior. The savior. Producer Trev. Trev just, just took all those responsibilities on. He's like, I'm going to cure COVID right here now. <laughs> For all you just one night. out there, find yourself somebody like <laughs> Find yourself a Trev. Somebody you can just cry and like, have wine into and then night of romance. With yeah. Night romance. <laughs> or day. Yeah, she works the night shift, so it's got to be a day. <laughs> Now you said before that your worst—that was your worst day, right? Those were your worst days during COVID. Mm-hmm. What was your best day like with Trev? Going <laughs> through that. Um, with Trev. Describe your best day with Trev. With Trev, I think it was one of the days we were in Rhode Island. He came up after my family had been there. He couldn't come up because it was the start of the fall busy season, and. We just, it was a rainy day. We spent the day at home and then it finally cleared up in the evening. We went to Newport. We walked around Newport. We got dinner and mm-hmm. then just came home and relaxed. It was a really great day. Nice. It sounds Golden very, hands. yeah, all mm. that romantic stuff. All that good stuff. <laughs> nice. Now, you said before that <laughs> you always, <laughs> to all the naysayers out there that said that COVID doesn't exist, what do you say to the naysayers out there that say that you're too good for trash? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to those, Laura? Uh, She's looking right in Trevor's eyes. She's locked eyes right now. She's thinking about the best way to say this. <laughs> I say it's not true. Not true. Not Trev, true. You're, you're not true. He's yes. your savior, knight in shining armor. Is that what you're saying? He Fair risked, enough, he yeah. He COVID to just give you that one night of passion back in <laughs> April. I don't know who these naysayers are. Those are our listeners. Those are questions from us. Yeah, I, we, can't just, we can't just divulge, you know, classified information. But <laughs> that's going to – now, if you haven't heard – Trev doesn't have a mic right now. We're currently 
we are we're on a, a limit of microphones. We're <laughs> yeah. right there. We, we're, didn't, we didn't have two mics last last yeah. week. I mean, have our audio cut out for but, episode original episode mm-hmm. three. So we're, now, we're Trump said he wanted to hear what the, who those naysayers are. We, you know, obviously we're not going to leak who those those people are, but we are going to take another question from our listeners. And one oh. of the questions are for you, Laura. It's um, during the pandemic. Was there any high moments for you? Like, was there anything that you had? Like, what, when was the time where you finally had like a breath of fresh air, like a high moment? Uh, the first time that I had a breath of fresh air was we started playing Here Comes the Sun over our hospital intercom every time a COVID patient was discharged. And it was the first time I heard it, and it was in May. And it was, we were literally dancing around our unit. It was me and mm. three other nurses, and we were just dancing and smiling and laughing. And it was the best part that I could have imagined is hearing that somebody got sent home. That's awesome. That's great. So I got another question from a viewer, a little transition from that last question. But uh, this question is, what is Trevor's favorite item to drunk piss on? (laughs) True, true question. I think the true answer to that is probably a set of golf clubs. Is that what he pissed on? <laughs> in the corner of a kitchen next to a kitchen table and then sit I'll on let, a chair I'll after. let you guess who that question was from. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I, I have another question for you, Laura. If you have yes, one. go ahead. Um, I just answered like it was Laura. I was saying, <laughs> you're looking at me when you said that. I'm not Laura. <laughs> I just want to make sure you have any um, So you said that like the, the moment where you got that breath of fresh air was like, here comes the sun which I've seen on, on Instagram. That's like a, that was a popular thing. Mm-hmm. And now we go from like sun to like, now we're in snow, obviously. Right. We're in like a blizzard. Mm-hmm. I think we just got like, what was the last blizzard? We got like five inches over a foot. Yeah. Like no. One. I think the it was like one? 14 oh, inches. Yeah. It was 14 inches. Was the one blizzard. We got two like, back to back. There were a yeah, lot. But the one came, blizzard came overnight. It was like 14 inches. My question for you was like, if Trevor was a blizzard and he came overnight, how many inches was it? <laughs> is, and you can give us a range. Is it zero to four? Or is it four to six? Is it, is it six plus? Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to plead the fifth on that. Uh, one. Take your fifth. Take <laughs> fifth. The first fifth, which is really surprising at this point in the interview. We're uh, still dating now, so that's there, good. That's, good good. that's a good sign. You know, you know it's adequate. You know it's adequate. Um, butt stuff? And does that go both ways? <laughs> Are you asking if I pack him? What? Asking. I'm asking both. Just, just anything. Just either way. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor, you, anything? She tries to make moves, but um. She tries to make moves on she Trevor's tries to butt. Make moves on butt <laughs> stuff. Yeah, on me. You're not what having it. I'm not. I'm not about it. No. Okay. I can't say that I am. Can you right. say any day that you see yourself doing that? Uh, no. No. Fair enough. Fair okay. Enough. Fair enough. Sorry, Laura. It's okay. Now we're going to bring ourselves to another segment. We're not, Laura, don't go anywhere. We're going to bring us to another segment where we're going to play a little kind of newlywed game with oh, Laura yes. and producer Trev. Yes, we're going to yes, ask you guys yes. questions, see what you answer. Uh, there's no Fifth Amendments on this segment, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. But we, we're glad you did plead the Fifth. We didn't want to know all about Snowstorm <laughs> Trev. Um, but before that, here's a listener. Here's a ad, uh, from our our ad for our listeners. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You're listening to this song, so you know what that means. It's poor old Sniff doing his old ad reads for himself. 
I'm getting really tired of it. Shane's getting tired of it, and I'm sure you listeners would rather me being reading out some cool ad for some sports company or something instead of this. So that's it. If we don't get a sponsor by next week, that means I'm going to have to do with one of two options. Call out the companies myself on this podcast or find a job which I really would rather not do. I love this podcast, and we all want this to be a full-time thing. So please, guys and girls, please, if you own, work for, live near, or are already writing to some company for some reason, please just include us in part where you ask them to reach out and sponsor us. I don't care if it's the local dry cleaner. At this point, we need some sort of starting ground. Please. Thanks. Back to the show. And we're back with our special guest, Laura, and our producer, Trev. Laura, how are you doing after that interview? I'm doing good. She's doing, doing good. good. Yeah. We're going to do another shot of the Whistler. Cheers, Shane. Just getting stuff in here. Whistle it. <whistles> Laura whistled there. <laughs> if you didn't get that. So, just to recap, if no one's ever heard of the Whistler, don't. I'm sorry. If no one's ever heard of the New York Games, I still have that shot in my head. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Simple this or that. Um, what you guys are going to do afterwards is you're going to write down the answer. We're going to see if you guys match up. And we're going to keep track of how many points you both get. We got at least 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. We got, if you guys get 10 points, if you guys get 10 points... Um, we'll give you a special prize. Ooh, okay. okay. Do you have a prize? Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Whatever the prize is, we'll figure it out later. TBD. <laughs> so there's no prize. <laughs> TBD, Fred. TBD. Here we go. Don't look at anyone's answers. Uh, I'm watching you guys. Three, I have a computer screen in front two, of my face. I'm all right. One, and the game is on. Uh, when and where was your first kiss? Well, That's an easy when, one. Um, no, not you, Shane. <laughs> No, I'm like giving deep, like when, like the time, like when the day, no, like like the date. Let them answer, yeah, Jane. Maybe they might know what that means. Do there we need couple. the date though? No, like, like you gotta when? give them a little bit more than that because one of them's. Gonna, all right, all right. Just write it, and we'll, we'll be. We'll yeah, be generous. We're the we'll judges. We're the judges. Trevor's probably gonna give you a time date. Hell <laughs> no. I mean, I do know it, so. Of course, you do. <laughs> the date, the time. You know the no, time. no, 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 no. I got the coordinates. I got it all. Okay. Is everyone's answers in? Yes. Let's see. Laura says. Laura says, Fabulous Concert May 5th. 2019. Trevor says, Cinco de Mayo. Equals Fabulous Concert. All right. Nice. Nice. That's one point. I was there for that. I was there as well. (laughs) No, he wasn't. Don't listen to him. Was it? Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe that was. um, No. Maybe I didn't see you. Shaggy, maybe that was Shaggy. You were Shaggy. Oh. All right, all right, I didn't know. All right, that's fine. It's not. The we're not asking me the question. Fabulous was in the tent. It was raining. The tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Remember, Next question. I was there. I was there where it all started. Where was your first date? And it can't be fabulous concert, because you weren't dating then. That was just a kiss. That was a kiss. Roar's writing. Trev is writing thoroughly. Laying down some notes. He's writing the, the clouds. Laura's Laura answer. says, "Wait, Trevor's done. Prime Stanford. Prime Stanford. Prime Stanford. All right. <laughs> wow, two 
Two for two. And when was the best date? Whoa, wow, Ooh, subjective. Let's go. Best date. Don't look at each other. You can look at each other. <laughs> you can look at each other. Just, just don't no say mouthing, anything. No mouthing words or anything like that. Your best date that you've had. Can you do that in a newlywed game? That's not a subjective. That's the whole point of newlywed game. You never watch the newlywed. I never have either, but you have to be one as a couple. Okay. Respect. This, this is a tough one. This is, this is a tough one. This is going to say this is a tough who, one. They, who each thought was a better date. Oh, I took that photo. Oh, no, actually, I think we both took it. Oh, well, really? What photo? You don't, this is, what, Yosemite? Uh, or it's or green, no, or it's a Sequoia. Jesus. That's a fire-looking picture right there. All right, we got one. So you got it? I got it. Laura uh, says... Uh, Newport, Ma Wars. Uh, Trev, said, Trev said Newport. Laura so said Mowers. Manicures. Oh, last oh. weekend. Manicures <laughs> is the best date. Laura Trev. Trev. <laughs> the best date. Oh my gosh, Trev. I'm sorry I can't uh, say the same. <laughs> so what was the so the manicures, what was the Newport? That was uh oh, what she was, Rhode talking she was talking about in Rhode Island. Yeah. Rhode Island. Okay. Here we go. All Next right. question. Who said I love you first? A million percent, Jeff. First, this was the f- when he kissed her, I think. <laughs> in the fabulous concert. That's what he said to get her to kiss her. Yeah, it was Trav. It okay, was Trav. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Here we go. All right, that's three points. That's three points. Next question. Who is each other's celebrity crush? Oh, good one. I like it. Hmm. Laura doesn't know. She's looking at him. She's looking at him. Travis Johnny Depp. I mean, they should really both write Kit. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give it to him. Is she celebrity though? I don't know. Oh wait, so they both have to write. Down, they have to write down their crush. And they have to write person. down the other person's celebrity crush. Other oh, person's wait, celebrity no, no, crush. No. They should both write it down because they, they can just claim that the other person. Okay, crush. yeah, you're right, you're right. Let's write do this. I'm not, I'll write be... down Trevor's celebrity crush. Trevor's celebrity so crush. Kit. And then. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we got no, one? We're not giving you Kit because. We can if it's Kit. Laura's ready. <sighs> wait, wait, wait. No, you write down yours. No, no, not yet. No, not yet. It's a different question. It's a different question. <laughs> it's different really qu- nice. It's a two parter. Two parter. <laughs> Relax. Give me your pants, buddy. Trev, three, two, one. Trev says, Mika Kelly. And Wait, what? Isn't that a chick? Yeah, it's a chick. That's Trev's celebrity crush. Oh, I thought we were doing both of theirs. No, no, this is part one. Trevor's. Oh, oh. And then Laura says, Mila Kunis. Uh, Sorry. They look alike. Close. Oh, close is close. zero. Close to still zero. <laughs> All right, who is Laura's celebrity crush? Well, you better Trevor's find out, because he's already writing down somebody. <laughs> Trevor's taking notes. <laughs> Larry David, is that she is? Laura's ready. Trev's ready. All right. Zach Laura says Zach Efron. No, no. Dude from the Hunger Games. Not Peter. Oh, no, no, no way. Zach Efron was not in the Hunger Games. Next question. Damn. The best sex you ever had, and where was it? What, what does the first part mean? <laughs> just best sex you ever had. Where was it? <laughs> I'm just guiding them to find the right answer. Here we go. It was like a best sex you ever had question mark. 
I don't know what you want them to write. Dude, it's like the date. No, 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 just where? Just best where sex. Was it on the... Uh, it's best sex. Where did you have it? Where oh, was so the best Where, where was the best where? sex you ever had? Where did you have it? Was it in the corner of the room? Was it in the... <laughs> I'm not going to give I'm not going to give them answers. I'm not going to Wait, wait, answers. wait. Like where was Where the in the sex? house or just like where in house? a geographic I don't know, location? Jeff. Was it house? This is your game, dog. Best sex you ever had with each other, <laughs> with each other now. Uh, best sex. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's going to be writing down what you had to say for somebody else. For both of your sakes. All right. Waiting for Trev. He's got the whole thing. Trev says Rhode Island. And that's not Laura's answer. That's not but Laura's right. answer. I bet you Okay. So you guys no. still have four. Here we go. Next question. <laughs> the craziest place that you ever did it. <laughs> Craziest place you ever did it. Rhode With Island. each other. <laughs> With each other now. Keep it civil. <laughs> don't look at you can look at each other. Just don't mouth. <laughs> yeah, we haven't really All right, so let's been able to be adventurous. <laughs> we need specifics so, here. Yeah, I see you. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Or uh, are we kidding? Down. We don't no, know. Well, they're going to write down. Let's see, let's see, let's see if they got let's it. This is, they're winning a prize here. <laughs> the TBD prize goes to her bedroom in Rhode Island. <laughs> they they flip, switched it. They, they flip-flopped. Jeff said her bedroom. She said Rhode Island. They're all over the place with the sex. I don't know who's having sex with what or who at this point. Right. Uh. <laughs> um, next question. Um, are they the best sex you ever had? Oh, no, no. Yes no. or no. no. All right, yeah, okay. okay. Yes or no. Yes best sex they ever had. No. I think for a couple standpoint, I think for I think it's a freebie. It's a freebie. Trev said no. <laughs> Trev, oh, wait. Trev wrote some multiple things down there. No, he so said yes. He said yes. They both yeah, said yes. They both said Good yes. for you guys. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Who's a better kisser, Laura or Trev? How do I know if I'm a good kisser? Well, I don't kiss myself. This at some point. Well, you should know. I don't think it's really a conversation they've ever had. All right, we'll skip it. Who's the better cook? So neither of you. Who's the better cook? <laughs> Ooh, they both think they're the better cook. Sorry, guys. Wow. All right. All right, what is the your favorite meal? What is Laura's favorite meal Ooh. that Trev cooks for her? I don't think Trev's a big cook. I think he only cooks one thing. Chicken and rice. What's the thing he cooks? Cook chicken. I have a little bigger, a little more of a repertoire Trev does. than that. Is that he a like, hint? Is that a hint to trap? <laughs> he like makes sure Shane eats at night. He's like, hey, I made some food. You want some? There's been a couple of times I go into his room and just surprise that. him with food. I don't know about that. Right, producer and Trev. <laughs> next week, producer, Trev, and Shane. Next week, producer, Trev, A couple months ago. It's been a while. It was last busy. I think, no. Not last busy season. It was a while ago. If I have extra food, I'll like, go give it to him. Laura says steak and... Biscuits, Brussels. 
Oh, I didn't even write anything down. Uh, it's, they lost. They <laughs> lost. It doesn't count. know how they would know if your spouse was an animal which uh, i'm reading this off an internet so obviously not spouse in this scenario i just <laughs> didn't think if if uh if your significant other was an animal which would they be significant other we're gonna laura's the animal what the we'll animal. do it the way we did just the other just we'll, both. yeah well who's the animal just right next to it just right no it's saying you're guessing for Trevor. Laura's guessing for Trevor. Like Laura, if you're no, I'm asking them both the questions. So you okay, write okay. down. You write down what what animal you think you'd be. Yeah. You so assign animal Trevor. Mm-hmm. Assign Trevor each be, other an animal. Assign each other an animal. All right, I'm ready. Self-explanatory. Wait, Laura, go. <laughs> what score do we have to get? I don't know. Where are we? Four. Yeah. Four, yeah. We'll get them to five. <laughs> we'll get them to five. We'll give him some tough ones at the end. We started them off easy. Let's see. Laura says Trevor's a cat and she is a sloth. Trevor's a cat? Mm-hmm. Trevor mm-hmm. says What? He is a Trevor, hawk <laughs> and Laura's a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta get their animal they gotta get their animals together <laughs> on the same page. Together, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really far off on that one. <laughs> Alright. A couple more. We'll see if we can get you to five here. Um who is the funniest? <laughs> I mean, you can't ask that because I'm going to be the funniest, but he's going to think he's the funniest. <laughs> That's the point of the game. That's, That's the, the point, point of the game. I mean, clearly it's me, but. <laughs> I'm going to guess that they don't win this one. They did not. <laughs> they both wrote themselves. All right. I guess that was a bad one. I thought it was a good one. They both think they're the funniest. All right. This question is for Laura. Trevor's answering too. What would you say Trevor's best feature is? Oh. Now Trevor's going to answer what his best feature is. Mm-hmm. This seems a little pretentious if I answer this. I'm going to go for it. Go for it. Trevor says penis. Yeah. Oh, they both they say eyes. eyes. They both say eyes. It's Trevor's yeah, eyes. Good job. You guys, I, I gotta admit, I've fallen into Trevor's eyes quite a few times, <laughs> so I can't, I can't deny. Good, good job. You both did a really average score. That's perfect. That's what you want. We gave be. you some tough ones at the end there, so that I can't blame them. They were started off real hot. They got like the first, first three ones, good stuff, like the dates, where they were, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Stuff you want to remember. So if you just put the mic away from me, I'm talking here. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, sure did, Shane. Sure did. <laughs> All right. So I just want to thank Laura again for coming on. Um, really appreciate you coming on, talking about uh, your experiences uh, as a nurse, especially during COVID, all the things you've gone through, all the things that every, all nurses working on the front lines have gone through. Um, I just wanted to get your your take on exactly what, what everybody else can do to help this fight against COVID and to support healthcare workers um, during the fight against COVID, especially. I mean, well, thanks for having me, first of all. Um, wear your masks, wash your hands, don't travel to hotspots. Um, those are the big three that I can name. Other than that, just if you're. Um, not available if you're the um if you can get the vaccine get it Mm. it's 
all the myths out there are exactly that. They're myths. So get the vaccine. I've gotten both of mine. I feel great. I haven't gotten COVID from it. You haven't I sprouted ha- any extra limbs or no extra like limbs, or, nothing okay. like that. So I just had a crazy. sore arm for a couple of days. So oh my God. I mean, it's, it's, it's the microchip in me. But you know yes. what? If the government wants to track me, I'm not doing anything. So right. find I mean, me at my apartment. Yeah, I mean, the government's probably listening in on this conversation right yeah. now because probably of that right. microchip. That's good. There's no bad publicity. Exactly. <laughs> and we just want to thank you, Laura, for also dating producer Trev. He's yes. been very glowy and shiny since you've been around in his life. He used to be a miserable man. Now he's on a podcast. So thank you again, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll have you on again. We'll have, we'll have you on again soon. For sure. For All sure. Right. Can't wait to be back. All right. And then we're going to go into our segment of This or That, debating with Shane Sniff and Trev. Stay tuned. All right, here we go. This or That. Before we do, we're sending producer Trev and Laura off. Producer Trev, you're staying around. Don't leave anywhere. Cheers. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> the whistler. Right. So better or worse? It whistles, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's still it's still bottom. <laughs> yeah, definitely bottom five. Last uh, bottom five, we only done four, so that's how bad <laughs> it is. <laughs> that's how bad it is. It's literally um, in fifth place out of four. So, the Whistler uh, will still sponsor you if you want to reach out to us. I'll, we'll I'll sponsor I'll, you. I'll claim, sponsor I'll claim you're the best whiskey of all time if you want to sponsor us. But no, we'll other sponsor. Than that, we'll sponsor them. They don't want. Don't sponsor us, please. Wait, what? We'll sponsor them. Don't sponsor oh, us. Oh, okay. We're flipping on. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. All right, so let's move on to our next segment. We're going to do uh, this or that. There's a, little a fun debate, little segment. A little debate segment. So what do you got for us, Sniff? Bring it to me. Well, first of all, let me say before we do this, we're changing up segments. We're keeping it fresh for any of you listeners out Absolutely. there. First of all, if you if you are listening, subscribe to and like to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on Anchor, on Twitter, which is Buzz Confused on Instagram at Buzz and Confused. Any sort of uh, media platform that you can, please like and subscribe so we can keep yes. this going. Please support us. I mean, I desperately want to quit my job as an accountant. Yeah, he desperately miserable. wants a job. I want this to be my job. Yeah, he wants this to be his job. I mean, we'd love to do this, guys, for you week in, week out. Do everything you can. Follow, like, subscribe. Um, you know, do all that shit. All so right. this is this or that debating with Shane Sniff and producer Trev. We're just going to throw random things out there and we'll see what you guys have to take. Go for All it. Right? I got the first one. You go. Yeah, you got it. This is for Trev and Shane. Do you rather be, you've seen Benjamin Button, right? No. I have. You, are you familiar with it? Yes. He, he, he ages born, backwards. He's right? born backwards, as an old exactly. man and he ages backwards. Would you okay. rather be an old man who gets younger? So Benjamin Button. Right. Except you still have the old you, old man who gets younger, or would you rather be a young man who gets older? That's like normal. So like, you want to be you, or do you want to be Benjamin Button? Let me rephrase Button? this. Let me rephrase it. And take two. Uh, you see Benjamin Button, right? Yeah. No, I haven't. But you know, you're familiar with it? Yeah, so he's okay. old, he gets younger. Would you rather be a little twist onto it? You're an old man who gets younger, but you have an old, you're born with the brain of an old man with the wisdom who gets younger. Wait, okay. So you're born... So you're born with the wisdom... Of an old man. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, what physical attributes? Are you an old guy to be born? Nope, you're born as an old man brain. With a young man's body. Yep, and Got you're it. getting younger. I mean, do you know things, though? Yeah, that's when you're point. old. Yeah. You're, Benjamin just, like, so you're Benjamin Button. So you're getting it. You're born as I've never a, seen the movie, so I don't know if he's born no, with no, like... Just listen to the scenario. It's, he's just explaining it. Ready? Go. Okay, ready? So... <laughs> Let's take it one more time. <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving this all in, dude. You better leave all of this in. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, dude. This is your this or that. He's really rewriting his notes. <laughs> this is such okay, a this it. is such a complex this or that that he literally can't even read it off a piece of paper. Got it. All right, I got it. Got it. You now you guys have seen Benjamin Button, right? Exactly. You're familiar with it, Trev? Yeah. <laughs> you ha- you I'm familiar with it, but I have never seen it. No. Okay, exactly. Okay. Yes, I've so, seen it. This is this or that. Would you rather be born an old man, just right. like Benjamin Button, right? You're in the infant's body. You're old. But you're physically old. You're an old person in a young man's body, and you have a young brain, right? You're an infant, and you're getting younger in time. Uh-huh. Or would you rather be born a young man with an old person's brain, and you're getting... Younger in your brain, but older in time. Um, so pretty much it's a brain thing. <laughs> so either you're going to be born young with an old man's knowledge and you're losing it. Right. Or you're born old. With a young man's yeah. knowledge. I, I'm i going to go y- old man, physically, young man's knowledge. And I'll tell you why. First of all, being very old or very young physically... It's basically the same thing. Okay. You don't, you can't really control your body. Like, I don't know. Like, when you're young, when you're old, you can't really control your body. Physically, it's not very important. Mentally, what the fuck was my point? Uh, <laughs> you're saying that you have a lot of knowledge in a young person. You're it doesn't old, matter. You have the I, wisdom I, of, a young, my, of an old my, man. Okay, my point is it doesn't matter because when you're very young and you're very old, it's basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mentally and physically. Trev, what do you say? Okay, you just cut me off. My explanation. <laughs> Trev, what uh, do you say? I think I'd be the old person. You rather, the young be, an, mind. You rather be an old man born with a. Because you get the old, you get you know being old and not being able to walk or really do anything out of the way first, and then. So you're saying you'd rather be. Born? I mean, granted, you become a baby, but like you're. Yeah, but then so you rather slowly be a, become like a baby that doesn't can't talk, can't do anything. Is like just rolling, no, but you're you're around born around. with the mind of a young. So you're saying you'd rather be born as an old man with a brain of a young person like an, yeah because your mind and as your brain runs develops, the same path as you oh, normally as your would develops, and your body getting, goes opposite yeah but as your brain develops you're getting more senile yeah. and no. you're getting younger you're just you start off as an old man yeah that's that's how it normally works is what i'm saying your body is starting to grow and mature but your brain is loosening so you're saying you'd rather just look old in the beginning and then I'd rather sit around and do nothing and then, you know, Here's 20 a 30 years down the road be able to Here's uh, a flip flop for you. run around and do it. But you still have to go to school. Wait, what? You still have to go to school. Yeah, so exactly. I'll go to school in 60 years, so. Okay, no, so no, this no. is an old man's body. No, Trev, so what, what I'm This is too confusing. I'm really confused. I'm going to, let's just take from the top. Let's skip that. No, we're not going <laughs> to take from the top. I'm going to keep all this in. All right. But. Here that we was go. great. Would you rather Nobody knows what Shane and Trev, would you rather time travel in the past, and if so, where? Or would you rather time travel in the future, and if so, when? 
Wait, what? Would you rather go into the past to time travel? Yeah, but you said when or where. I yeah. think it's going to be when or where each time. Well, we can't predict the future. We don't know when. Like, that's like the <laughs> future. I can say like 2050. That's in the future. I know that's going to be a year. Okay. So if you were going to time travel, so you go right. into the past. And if you're going to go in the past, where would you go? And if um, you're going to go in the future, when, what year would right. you go this, to? Right, right. I'm going to go. Uh, is this assuming that we can come back to the present? Um, I don't know yet. Okay. Assuming that I can come back to the present, I'm going to go back to the past. Okay. Assuming that I cannot come back to the present, I'm going to go to the future. And where are you going to go in the past? I'm going to go... Hmm. I feel like I do really well in, like, some, like, really old, old times. Old times. Very good. Yeah, some past old... Definitely old times. <laughs> where about in those old times, James? If you're going to put old times in the time machine... You're, <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna like what comes See, they out. They asked me for a year. It's gonna put old times, <laughs> old the olden times. Um, I don't know, like really before like any kind of civilization, like these caveman times. Is what caveman. I'm you want to see the caveman times? I just want to be back in times where like you didn't even say anything to anybody. You just went up and started grunting to people, and, like just trying to get them to understand so, you. Just very limited uh, conversation. Right, exactly. Just, pre, just primal sexual nature. I know. I know we're doing a podcast right now, and like I'm supposed to be talking to people, but I don't want to talk to anybody. So like, let's just go back to like the yeah. the caveman times, and I'll just grunt to you. I'll be like, mm, mm. and then Trev, where would you rather go? Uh, I'm with Shane. I'll go in the past, but I don't. I want to go as far back. Uh, you going World War Two? No, 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 no. That's a, no. That's a terrible. That's a terrible time to be World War in history. Books. I I love I love the history, but. He loves terrible he time to be alive back. are you kidding me um i would go back to not if you knew the future but that's the thing is i, I don't want i don't want to know the future if i'm coming back to the present yeah, okay, i don't want to okay, know what's gonna yeah. going back to what my answer was i'm not going back in the in the past to change the future i'm not fucking with time all right so i don't want to go into the future i have a deep, I have I a deep respect do for time. a little um a little curveball on you guys in my notes after you answer i was going to say you cannot return that's why I asked. No, that's why I didn't answer it. So now that you know that you cannot return back to your normal state, would you rather go in the past or in the future? Uh, the future. Future, yeah. Future. That's why is that? Because in the past, you have to like be constantly watching your stuff to not affect the present. Yeah, but can you just go like create Google or like just go? Like, that would be affecting the future, sniffing. I didn't, dude. No, it's like hot tub time machine or uh, back to the future. Oh yeah, let's let's base reality off a hot tub time machine. I mean, it's back to the future with the almanac and everything. I don't think there's any. uh, There's no. There's wait a second. Everybody pause. Everybody pause. Laura has raised her hand politely and is asked to answer this question. I'm going to put the mic over to her right now. Here we go. Hold on. Mm-hmm. But then, why would you go in the past then? You want to stay in the present? No, the past. I would either either stay in the present or go to the past. If go to the past is the only other option, I would go to the past. Go to the past. Counterpoint. Change, change the future. You can't change the future because no, the can't. future did never existed. This is your the future, dude. This no, not changing it. I am sitting right here, right right now. Mm-hmm. I go back to the past, and I change my life. This never happened. Yeah, but, yeah, but you can te- you're, you're uh, technically do that in the present, though. You, the future has never happened, but your your, your right, well, choices no, now affect what happens in the future. In the past, so the future, technically, the, the future, same logic. In the past, the future is now. 
Trev's getting really motivational, saying like you can change your. I go back. I go back. (laughs) I go back twenty years, and I tell myself, okay, like leave home. Don't. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Don't leave home. Don't do this. I'm not sitting here having this conversation right now. I don't. I'm not able. I'm not able to go back into the past. Maybe you're really rich, though. No, because when you go back to the past and you change the future, the future's not the same, so you can't go back into the past. Dude, I just granted you past. You're really going okay. into a long <laughs> We're talking serious shit right now. We're not talking shenanigans here. All right, so let's just bring it on to the next question. Would you rather know um, how or when you die? No. No. Or know how or when you were conceived? No. No, pass. I pick one. I take the hour when I was conceived. I don't give You'd a You'd rather shit. know when you were conceived? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if I had to Why pick one. Why would you want to know how or when you die? Because yeah. you're just living well, your life. Because just of this. To... Uh, curveball. You have, to, <laughs> you have to see it. <laughs> That's a good curveball. Uh, yeah, I'll take when I die, please. For, a million, see for, a, million, <laughs> for a million billion dollars. I'll take how, no. when I, how and when I Bruce die. Bruce Trev? You would, would go back get, to when and how you were conceived. I would get really and, fucked and up and black out. You'd rather watch see that yourself. than no, no. rather no live the rest of my life you're, being you're anxious. Sober as the day you were born. <laughs> All right, that's good. That's, I mean, that's A and B. It's di- totally different takes. Last one. Everyone's always debating superpowers these days, right? Yeah. Always the thing of debate is would I rather be able to fly or would I rather be able to have invisibility? Right. So would you rather be able to have super flight or super invisibility? I, I I would do flight. I mean, I'm just kind of an honest guy, so invisibility kind of isn't in my suit. So I think being able to fly, you can go basically wherever at any time. And okay. I think that'd be pretty dope. That's why I wanted to be a hawk. Right. You I hear that. Fly. Fly, fly. It's really tough. It's a tough answer for me. Because fly, like, I'd be able to, like, the way I look at it, it's like, I'd be able to get out of any situation with either one. But fly, it'd be obvious I'm like disappearing. Invisibility is like kind of so like, oh, he disappeared. Where did he go? I think I'll take this invisibility. Yeah, wait a good spin to put on that. You just want to watch chick show. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I didn't want to answer that because I'm not doing it to do some like pervy weird shit. Ready for the curveball though? Yeah, go for it. You don't know when or where, but your powers will exactly for two minutes. You won't have yeah. any more powers. Then you take invisibility. You're taking visibility. Yeah, because I'm not doing pervy shit. So I'm not going to get like caught in like the girls' locker room. All of a sudden, I'm or just like, are you falling to your death? Yeah, all you're falling exactly, to your death. Yeah. From like a million feet. In that yeah. case, I do invisibility. Yeah. yeah. I would say fly low to the ground. Like five feet. You guys are both perverts. You'd rather just get caught. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Does anyone else have any of this or that? All right. So I don't have, I don't have this or that. So I'm going to do some little debate questions here. Uh, let me bring you into them right now. Okay, the first one is, is cereal soup? No. Why? Because the soup is like an array of ingredients that are cooked and then brothed. Yeah, you're asking Cereal's a chef raw. here. Yeah, except cereal is kind of an array of ingredients into one. Like They're not brothed, uh, <laughs> just in milk. Okay, so it's got to be like a heated up kind it's gotta of. It's got to be, uh, yeah, exactly, cooked. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you cooked cereal though, would that be soup? If you cooked cereal in milk and then ate it, then I guess that'd be soup. Okay, all right, good to know. Next question: Chef Sniff, <laughs> Chef Sniff, Chef Sniff, come at you. Um, what's the most embarrassing thing you have ever worn? Ooh. 
I'm gonna, get, mm. I'm gonna push over to you, Trev. I've seen you in a Santa costume a couple times, <laughs> getting hammered. Um, but I haven't been embarrassed in that. That's true. I'm, trying to I'm think. just trying to think of like not, I'll take it not only you get, go for it. When I was uh, seven, I think or yeah. eight. Yeah, exactly. I um I don't know what it was. Just trying to be funny. I went to a family reunion. I wore a uh, like a big like a beach hat with uh, coat hangers hanging from my ears and a <laughs> Tommy Bahama shirt. Coat hangers hanging off the, the your ears. Yeah, earrings. But like from the top, like coat hang. Like I just uh, had hangers out. How old were you? Seven. Okay. It was just funny. My yeah, I think my answer would be. I'm gonna answer my own question. I think my <laughs> sister like dressed me up in like a like woman's kind of yeah some yeah. kind of makeup or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we, so anyway, I think, I, think the, I think the best answer is to be from your childhood, yeah. Trevor. So like, yeah, build no, off I was, of that. What is I was what about is to say be? as I would dressed up. Um, I think I had like lipstick or uh, that's really like a robe and like high heels on. That's weird because your and, sister's like, younger. Yeah. So how like, she way younger? That one. That was back way back in the early days in yeah. the neighborhood. It was a Before little you odd. Out. <laughs> yeah. Still a little unsure of myself. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Take some time for some people. All right. So the next final question would be, uh, what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? Hmm. I would say baseball. Why? Because uh, there's a lot more strikeouts. There's a lot more of getting hit by the pitch. A lot more errors. Okay. I think. I think honestly, I think if we're really talking about it, I think baseball should have a little more alcohol into it. Cause it's not that fun to watch. I think the fans have a lot of alcohol into them. And we want to see them. I'm a big baseball fans. fan. Yeah. So I'm a big baseball fan. So Games would not. take forever, though. Three innings. <laughs> yeah, three innings of drunk baseball Still. may may be more entertaining than nine innings of regular baseball to a lot of people. But I love baseball, so I'm not gonna hit on it. Um, Trevor, what do you got? What do you got for an answer? I got it in my head. I can't think of the name of it for some reason. Can't think of the sport, huh? I'm trying to think of something. Curling. Yes, curling. Producer How did you know that? Are you reading my head over here? Yeah, they probably do drink while they do curling. Yeah, because it's so easy. All you have to, I'm not that the sport is so easy. But if you get to have to get so much, it's so much belligerently drunk to do that, and then you're you have two guys going down the ice like trying to. Okay, that's a good point. The people sweeping the ice would be hilarious. Not the guy throwing. Yeah, and they're on skates. I was, I was even the the guy. You have to the guy. Have you ever seen the guys that are on like their toes and they have to have have perfect balance though? I guess so. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's an easy sport, but I'm just saying I don't know physically. If it would be the funniest sport to see somebody drunk, I'm gonna go with soccer, just because I feel like people will be thrown up everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine all the running you got to do. Definitely throwing up. Just gonna be thing. just puking like halfway down the the pitch. They call it the pitch. Is that the that, is, that is accurate. Yeah. The pitch. Yeah. I think the pitch. Though, I think the side effect of that it still ends at zero zero. Yeah, exactly. There's no, there's no more goal. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying is that it's going to end 0-0 zero, zero, or like 1-0 most of the time. May as well see some throw up in there. Yeah. <laughs> May as well see some extra action in that thing. But um, so that's our debates. That was this or that debate. This or that or debates, whatever you want to call it. And we're going to bring it out to shout outs of the week. This is shout out of the week. 
by Buzz and Confused with Shane and Sniff. We're going to change up this shout-out of the week this week. It's going to be the good, bad, and ugly. We need three shout-outs from each of us. One good, one bad, and one ugly. It doesn't mean you have to be ugly. It just means that you are sick of it. When you look at it, it makes you sick. I'm going to start off with my good shout-out of the week. You guys ready? Yeah. Let's hear it. My good shout-out of the week is 90s rap. There's nothing like driving around in high school you're busting out your biggie smalls your ice cube your naughty by nature your warren g you're just feeling good you're just driving around and you're just busting out those great tunes 90s rap you guys are good trev yes. what do you guys have is good great good i have the state of new york and more specifically andrew cuomo um okay for a good shout out of the week well okay, yeah, go ahead. a little go update ahead. he um made an amendment to his uh, marijuana legalization proposal for the oh. budget that is being voted on this April. The two little amendments, um, let me find it here, basically would um, decriminalize it, but would like stipulate that weed would have to be delivered. Um, and <laughs> give me a weird look. So basically, they're just trying to come up with revenues to um, pick, up, pick up the windfall of because their is budget it, deficit is almost $8 billion this year. So. Oh, yeah, okay. Number one, they should have legalized weed a long time ago just based on budget deficit and the fact that it's not really like a addictive drug at all. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. didn't isn't weed decriminalized in New York already? I think you're talking about being it being recreational. Is that what you're saying? Yes, okay. to help regulate it and make it recreational recreational revenue yeah yeah i like that shout out shane who's your good i didn't like the cuomo shout out until i heard about a weed so that's good um seven i also love your good about the 90s rap love that one thank you my good is and this dropped right before we started recording this podcast fernando tatis jr uh the emerging face of baseball just agreed to a 14-year 340 million dollar contract with the san diego padres good for fucking him he is electric. He is great. If you don't think he's the face of baseball right now, he's going to soon be the face of baseball. You will see next year, this upcoming season. Um, he's just awesome. Congrats to him. He's be getting paid for a long time. Nice. Really excited about it. That's going to be good. Good for him, dude. All right, let's move on to the bad All stuff. Right, what do you got? bad stuff. I'm going to just shout out my bad as the bachelor behind the scenes drama. I'm not oh. taking a political stamp. Well, you know what? Maybe I will a little bit. If you're racist, you're racist. You can't change the past just because of where we are in the future. But I'm just going to change. I'm going to shout out my bad based on all this drama that goes down always afterwards, after the fact. Now Chris Harrison is resigning. My bad shout out of the week is The Bachelor for all this bad drama. Trev? I'm going to shout out all those uh, tax counts out there. Uh, me and Shane. Uh, yeah, you guys are bad. Taxis officially started uh, last Friday, and here we are, 57 days until tax day, and we're back-to-back 12-hour days, and still have 56 more days to go. So, shout-out to you guys, because it's going to (laughs) suck. Amen. I I left that for the ugly, actually. I'm going to leave mine for the ugly, but uh, my bad shout-out of the week is the New York Mets, and not because of anything they're doing on the field, but what they're employees are doing off the field we all know about uh jared whatever the fuck his name is the gm that got fired for mm. the dick pics the, the, yep the dick pics and all that 
Apparently, they have fired another employee for an inappropriate behavior aimed at women. Some kind of shit. He's been working for the Mets for three years. So uh, let's get that shit out of baseball and out of the Mets specifically because I'm a Mets fan. But uh, just everywhere. Not in baseball. Just everywhere. Uh, let's uh, let's hold these people accountable. And it was another thing about like them like quietly firing it. Like uh, let's make let's make this loud as, as hell so these guys never get another job again. You know. Nice. I like. So we don't have to we don't have to take be doing this story. We, we don't baseball. have to, yeah take dick pics out of baseball. Get d- dick pics out of everywhere unless you know. Solicited. Yes, it's all solicited. Yeah, exactly. My ugly shout of the week is COVID nineteen. I don't like COVID anymore. It's literally changing the world. Can't do anything. Every time that our friends are trying to make plans, it's always the fear of COVID. I think COVID-19, if you're listening, um, first of all, if you're listening, subscribe, like, but like, subscribe. also you're very ugly and I don't want you in the world anymore. <laughs> Trap dog. Uh, I'm going to do the IRS. So a little piggyback off of my bad. Uh, they are apparently reportedly as of last, this, as of this past December and January are still have almost close to 10 million tax returns that have been unprocessed from 2019 um and they've been having a lot of calls with their automation systems i think the stat was 25 percent out of 100 million calls so one out of four calls were only answered so there's 75 million people with unresolved stimulus bills all that kind of stuff uh so the irs is just a complete mess and disaster just get your shit together yes make everyone's lives easier Completely 100% agree with Trevor's shout-out for the ugly right there. Fuck the IRS. Uh, I'm going to go with my ugly is me because I have not showered today. And (laughs) I am fucking gross. I'm working like 12 hours a day. I'm trying to do this podcast also on the side. Um, Please sponsor. Please sponsor. Please sponsor us so I can stop doing taxes. Fuck the IRS. Um, I'm going to kick it over you, Sniff. I think that's it with the shout-out of the weeks, the good, bad, the ugly. We're going to end this podcast. Before we do, we always got to hit it with the 30 seconds of Trev. 30 seconds for Trev. Here we go. I Trev, you got the this. mic. You got 30 seconds. Go. go. All right, yeah. So stay with the whole tax theme and everything. Uh, you know, um, since the IRS has been such a shit show lately, I would recommend all friends stay away from TurboTax, but – if you have a really basic return, just a W-2, maybe a 1099, get it done, get it down fast, try and get your ver- refund quick. That way you get it. Usually if it's filed online, you get it You get a quick turnaround in about a month Thank or you. so. All right, that's all we have to <laughs> That was not 30, 30 seconds, seconds but Trev. okay. Uh, Trev, I appreciate <laughs> your uh, reaching out. You're always being a good accountant no matter where you are, uh, even if you're on a podcast. If you are listening to 30 Seconds with Trev and you do have a tax question, his Twitter handle is East Coast Account. East Coast Account. Please Coast DM account. him. him up. Account is not, not fully spelled out though. So A C C N T. Yeah, you'll find. You'll find. You'll find him. You'll find him. Um, <laughs> give him your tax returns. He'd love to do. I'm them not for you. doing them, but I will more and than happily give you some sort of advice that isn't legally show. binding in any That's type of way. Show. That's the show. <laughs> Episode four. We'll see you guys next week. Love you all.